This is Grunt and Grown, sales lessons learned from professional wrestling. Coming to you from the fabulous Delaware Wrestling Thunderdome, I'm your host, Benjamin Burroughs. I am one voice that stands alone. I am one choice to man the throne. Stand guard and take shots, give it all I got. All I got is this microphone. I am For the sky, boy. Hey, everybody, this is Billy Gunn. Hi, this is Glasgow, Delaware, Kit Kat. Hey, it's me, the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. This is the Birdman Coco Beware. Hey, this is Leo Rock. In Macho Madness, yeah, growing, 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 and more seductive than sex. To me, they are the greatest tag team in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks! Hey, this is the NWA World Heavyweight Wrestling Champion, the National Treasure, Nick Holden. Ooh, it's a nature boy. Woo! While you may see me out there shaking my ass, you can guarantee on May 25th, I'll be kicking it too. This is Tito Santana. WWE Hall of Famer. Hey, what's up? It's Tony Schiavone. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome one of the founding fathers of All In, the executive vice president of All Elite, Cody! And what you gonna do when Hulkamania and the largest arms in the world destroy you? We never, ever listen. Oh yeah, never listen to Grunt to Groan with Ben Burroughs. No way, man! Well, there you have it. Nobody listening to Grunt to Groan, sales lessons learned from professional wrestling. It's a complete bust. <laughs> Nobody listening to Grunt to Groan, sales lessons learned from professional wrestling except for you. And I thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy sales day to listen to our podcast. This is Grunt to Ground, sales lessons learned from professional wrestling. I'm your host, Benjamin Burroughs, and we are coming to you from the fabulous Delaware Wrestling of Thunderdome. And I want to thank Sonny Thunder and the Sons of Thunder for hosting us week after week after week after week after week. I want to thank my producer, Dave the Ray, for hanging and banging with us on this day. And I want to thank my staff for putting together everything uh, that we need for this week's podcast. Grunt to Grown, sales lessons learned from professional wrestling. If you want to reach out to me, you can do so. Email me at greatamericanthunder at gmail.com. That's greatamericanthunder at gmail.com. I read and respond to every single email that I get. Everyone. So if you email me, you can guarantee that you will get a response. That's greatamericanthunder at gmail.com. If you'd like to advertise on our podcast, we're looking for great advertisers. Please hit me up at greatamericanthunder at gmail.com. And, you know, our last two episodes, I have got the greatest and biggest response of any episodes that we've uh, uh, podcasted so far. So I want to thank you for that. Uh, those episodes had a lot to do with don't fear the CRM system. A lot of sales organizations going to CRM systems. 
And as a sales professional, uh, it can be scary because they're asking you to input all of your information. And, you know, most salespeople believe that the only tangible, sellable, marketable commodity that they have is their contact list and the information that they've acquired over the years. But again, that's not true. The most marketable commodity you have as a sales professional is you. That is why we spent so much time talking about not fearing the CRM system, and we spent a lot of time talking about the branding of you, how to brand you. I believe that's more important, more tangible, more sellable, more marketable than any list of clients or contacts that you have. So don't fear the CRM system. And this episode kind of ties in loosely to what's happening in the profession of sales and, again, CRM systems and the changes that we're seeing. And as a sales professional of 25 years plus, there is one thing that I can tell you that is for sure. The one thing that I can tell you that will be constant throughout your sales professional career. The only constant is change. Every sales organization that I've consulted, every sales organization that I've worked for, every sales organization that I've had the privilege to stand in front of and try and motivate can say the same thing. The only constant is change. And change is constant in everything around our world. Sometimes as sales professionals, we like to hone change down to just us. Change is only happening in my sales organization. Change is only happening with my inventory. Change is only happening with my pricing, with my shipping. But that's not true. Change is happening all around us. And how does that relate to professional wrestling? Well, there's a lot of changing going on in professional wrestling. If you're a fan of professional wrestling, you see it. If you're not a fan of professional wrestling, let me explain it to you. The king of professional wrestling has always been and may always well be the WWE. Vince McMahon and his brain trust. They rule the roost. They are the kings and queens of the game. The leaders in the industry. But recently, there's been some challenges. Some challengers has, have stepped up to the plate and said, we want to challenge the kingdom in professional wrestling. Some of those challengers, Ring of Honor. I love Ring of Honor. Great product. My buddies, the Briscoe brothers,
staples, legends, icons in Ring of Honor. I also see New Japan doing great things. Impact Wrestling doing great things. And a new product that is making a lot of noise. All Elite Wrestling with Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. And we're going to talk about them in future episodes. But today I want to stick to change. So the WWE now has competition from Ring of Honor and All Elite, New Japan and Impact. And the independents are blowing up in my area. Rampage, 1CW, Primal Conflict, Tyler Steele and his great group up in that West Virginia, Northern Virginia corridor. And with all this competition, it is forcing change. Now, one of the things that has happened with the WWE is that their product has become, and I want to be respectful, their product has become stale. And you've heard me say it uh, before that it's tough for the WWE to kind of kind of keep things spicy and keep things interesting when they're churning through the same 60 wrestling personalities. I think that's why women's wrestling has finally evolved. It's a new set of characters. It's a new style of wrestling. And rightfully so, these women are getting their due and taking their place in the success of professional wrestling. But back to change. The WWE and their flagship programs, Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, have grown stale. So it's time for a change. And I want you to think about this. Change is good. Quit thinking about change as a negative. Change is good. Here's what the WWE did. They decided to bring back two of the most creative people in professional wrestling and put them in charge of the creative teams of Raw and SmackDown. Paul Heyman is now creative director of Monday Night Raw. And Eazy-E, Eric Bischoff, is now an executive director, creative director for SmackDown. Now, this brings change to the WWE. Because if you follow professional wrestling, you know that Vince McMahon and Triple H, they have a strong noose around the neck of the creativity of the WWE. But now they're allowing Heyman and Bischoff to come in. Has it paid off? Well, according to Listen First, and as reported by Forbes magazine, it has. In the week since Paul Heyman was named the new executive director of Raw and Bischoff 
named the new executive director of SmackDown, there were 40,465 tweets using Heyman's, at Heyman's Hustle, Twitter handle, and 34,309 tweets using at E. Bischoff, the Twitter handle of Eric Bischoff. Compared to the previous week for these two handles, that's an increase of 294%. You see, what happened is by naming these two, the WWE advanced itself to its fans and to professional wrestling fans at a volume of 294%. Change is not always bad. And the conversation, the digital conversation around Raw increased the first week came and was named executive director by 23%. SmackDown saw a digital increase of 10%. Change is good. And as sales professionals, there's a lesson here for us to learn that Change is not always negative. It always doesn't bring doom and gloom. Change can bring a new and exciting time, a new and an exciting season to our sales professional career. Again, I go to a Forbes article entitled Five Ways Sales has changed in recent years and how to adapt. This article was written in March of this year by Ryan Robinson. And he's pointing out what we know. Change is inevitable. It's the only constant. Not just in our sales professional career, but again, in the world in which we live. And... The benefits from change can elevate our sales professional career. Now, Robinson listed out five things here that have changed and changed dramatically in the profession of sales over the last, I would say, four to five years. I would say after the last two years. Number one. Selling as helping. You see, before, when I started my sales professional career, you know, I had a book of products and a book of services, and I went out and I attempted to sell them. And in my younger days, I never really viewed it as if I were helping my client. If I were helping anybody, I believed I was helping me and my family. Now, as I've evolved as a sales professional and experienced successes and failures, I realize that today, helping my clients is the most important thing that I can do. It is a complete change and shift 
in my paradigm. And I've seen this evolve, like I said, over the last two years. And for me, it's been productive and it's been successful. I approach selling to my clients as if I am helping them. As a matter of fact, a lot of my communication revolves around how can I help you today? How can I help you with the projects that you're planning for? Simply, how can I help? Robinson also says in his article, point number two, that to be successful in the ever-changing world of sales, that you must sell to yourself first. Again, I use myself as an example. Back when I started my sales professional career, I was selling products. I was selling commodities. And I never really thought about testing any of those products. And very rarely did I try any of those products. So without having some kind of history with those products, how did I even know that they worked? Today I test products. I have samples sent to my home. I use them. My wife uses them. And if we approve of the product, that's the product I go out and sell. You have to believe in the products that you represent, and you have to ask the question, would I use those products? Point number three in how sales is changing, new touch points. When I started my sales career some 25 years ago, I was told by my managers and instructed by senior sales professionals that it would take two to five touch points in order to get a close. I had to be in touch with that client no less than two times and probably no more than five, and I would win the business. Well, in today's digital world, where a client can fact check anything in an instant, can check your pricing just by going online. Robinson says it takes seven to 10 touch points for the close. Now with that said, touch points have changed. 25 years ago, a touch point meant either by the phone or physical. Today, a touch point can include an email or text. And that leads into point four. With more touch points, there has become this rise in content marketing. For every email you send out, send a PDF of the product you're talking about or a video link. Something that can better educate the client on the decision they're getting ready to make. And the beautiful thing about the digital footprint of today is content on your product is very accessible. And number five, 
gone are the days of mass emails. Today, the client has a need to be an individual. And we have to treat them like individuals. It is time consuming, but I don't send out a bulk email. I individualize every email that I send out. And I do that because I want my client to know that I have prepared this solution, that I am trying to help specifically them. Not my other 150 clients. Plus, it's more personable. So change is inevitable. And you can go to the Internet and you can look up how change affects sales professionals. Like I said, this was a great article by Ryan Robinson on Forbes.com, Five Ways Sales Has Changed in Recent Years and How to Adapt. It's changing in professional wrestling. It's changing in sales. It's changing in the world around us. As true sales professionals, our job is not to complain and whine when change happens, but to adapt and move forward. And with that, I'm going to end this podcast of Grunt to Grown Sales Lessons Learned from Professional Wrestling. Again, thank you for taking time out of your busy sales day to listen to the podcast. Remember, you can reach me at greatamericanthunder at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at greatamericanthunder at Benjamin Burroughs. You can follow me on LinkedIn at Benjamin Burroughs or on Facebook at Benjamin Burroughs. And if you want to buy the book, Grunt to Grown, Sales Lessons Learned from Professional Wrestling, it's available at Amazon.com, BarnesandNobles.com, Walmart.com. It's available at just about any.com that you, uh, that you could uh, go onto the Internet and find. It's called Grunt to Grown, Sales Lessons Learned from Professional Wrestling. Again, thank you very much for taking time uh, to listen to the podcast. Go out and have yourself a great day. And remember, you are the great American thunder on which this nation rolls because nothing happens until something is sold, until you sell it. So why are you listening to me? Get out there. Sell something. Yeah, one voice that stands alone. I am one choice to man the throne. Stand guard and take shots. Give it all I got. All I got is this microphone.